They did such a great job of sticking to the script and staying within time. So thank you so much, guys. <laughs> yes. He's right. They did, actually. They stuck to their time. Good job. All right. Our scripture today is from the book of Genesis, uh, chapter 45, verses 1 through 8, and chapter 50, verse 20. Then Joseph could no longer control himself before all his attendants, and he cried out, Have everyone leave my presence. So there was no one with Joseph when he made himself known to his brothers. And he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard him, and Pharaoh's household heard about it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? But his brothers were not able to answer him because they were terrified at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, come close to me. When they had done so, he said, I am your brother Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here, because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. For two years now there has been famine in the land, and for the next five years there will be no plowing and reaping. But God sent me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on earth, and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So then, it was not you who sent me here, but God. He made me father to Pharaoh, the lord of his entire household, and ruler of all of Egypt. And then verse um, 50, 20 is, You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good, to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. Well, surprise! Uh, that word is definitely, as we would say in children's ministry, a word that is the same but totally different kind of word. And surprises can be good, like Thursday's celebration of my 10th VBS at Faith Westwood. I was definitely surprised. I did not see that one coming. Or they can be not so good, like a down power line in your backyard during day three of VBS that takes out your air conditioner and your washing machine. Yep. Yeah, that was not fun. The definition of the word surprise as a noun is an unexpected or astonishing event, fact, or thing. And as a verb, it means to cause someone to feel mild astonishment or shock. Definitely. I usually don't like surprises, but Thursday's celebration of my 10th VBS um, was amazing. And I cannot thank the people that pulled that off enough. I felt so loved. Um, I definitely love to plan big surprises, though. I don't necessarily like them, but I like to plan them. And some of my best surprises have revolved around Brian's birthday, which was just a couple days ago. So for his 30th birthday, I planned this huge surprise party for our friends and family, and he didn't have a clue. But in order to let all of our friends and family show up at our house in Cedar Bluffs and get there and park in our alley, I sent him shopping with our teenage daughter, Sydney, and her best friend. Hmm. And their job was to drag out the shopping trip in Walmart in Fremont as long as they could so that everybody could arrive at our house. Well, they did their job, and they were driving him crazy in Walmart, wandering around aimlessly, not knowing what they wanted to get. And he's texting me the whole time, 
Why did you send me to Walmart with these two? Mm. He was not happy with me. So he was very shocked to walk into a house full of people yelling, surprise, when he was on a mission to chew me out for sending him to, te- to Walmart with two teenagers. So, but another big birthday surprise was last year at Vacation Bible School on the last day um, for his birthday, I gave him a puppy. And he had no idea that that was, he didn't even think it was going to be real. So that was another big surprise. What's the biggest surprise that you've ever gotten? Can you think of one real quick? Tell your neighbor or the people you're here with today, tell them what your biggest surprise was. And I'll give you a minute. All right. I bet there were some great surprises, huh? What surprises us never surprises God. And because God is surprising. Awesome God. Our great, big, awesome God is full of surprises. They can be small, like a sunset that takes your breath away, or a big event, like a surprise party or celebration. God never changes, but he's full of surprises. He likes to keep us in awe and wonder of his creation. And he loves to continually reveal his surprises to us. Surprises can give us hope that there are more surprises out there to be discovered. Every new discovery is a surprise to us. But God says to us, oh, sweet child, I have so much more planned for you. During Monumental VBS, I've become obsessed with the cactus or cacti. The cactus is a tough plant that can endure a lot and still finds a way to grow and thrive and bloom. The flowers that bloom on a cactus in the middle of the dry, hot desert are another beautiful surprise from God. Here's some surprising fun facts about cacti. A cactus plant can live from 10 to 200 years. The cactus has shallow, a lot of shallow or short roots to absorb the rain and water quickly from the ground in the desert. Cacti have an amazing water storage system and can go without rain for a year. Cacti do not have leaves, they have spines that help protect them from animals and shade it. And when it's foggy in the desert, the fog turns to water when it touches the spines and runs down the cactus so that the the short roots can absorb it quickly. Who knew? What surprises us? Never surprises God. He created the cactus that way. God can even use the cactus to remind us of some important things. 
So I want to share five surprising reasons why we should remember to be like a cactus. Number one is emphasize your strong points. A cactus is a strong, sturdy plant, and its ability to withstand the desert heat and hold an amazing amount of water in order to survive are just some of the gifts that make it unique. Have you ever taken a talents or a gifts quiz? I've taken several of them, and each time I find a surprising takeaway that I can use to continue to grow my gifts. I've even found, through asking others about my weaknesses, that I can use a weakness to empower my strengths. When a friend honestly shared some areas that I could work on, it was freeing. She gave me the gift of freedom to use my weaknesses to further develop my gifts. We learned this week that one of Joseph's strong points or gifts was interpreting dreams. And while at first his overconfidence and tendency to boast about his gift got him in some trouble and caused his brothers to dislike him enough to throw him down in a well, his gift was emphasized and used for good when he interpreted Pharaoh's dreams and saved Egypt from seven years of famine. So what are your gifts? Think about them. Do you emphasize them in your work or hobbies? Number two is be patient during dry spells. We all go through dry spells in our life, those times when we aren't, aren't feeling productive or successful or even times when we feel alone or forgotten. And those times feel like they could go on forever. Waiting through these times is hard. These are the times when God and I have conversations about my impatience and why this dry spell seems to be going on forever. The cactus can last through a one-year dry spell. And, and that's a lot. I mean, that's amazing. Joseph went through a dry spell when he was sent to jail for something he didn't even do. He was in jail for about two years. He was patient, though, through this dry spell, although I can imagine he was frustrated. He still faithfully listened to God and was able to help another prisoner out by interpreting his dreams. And when that man was released from jail, just like Joseph said he would be, Joseph asked him to mention him to Pharaoh. But then when he was released from jail, he, he forgot all about Joseph until two years later. That's a long dry spell. We can remember the cactus and Joseph when we are faced with a dry spell. And know that God is always with us. Awesome God. Joseph's story shows that God's response to our prayers may not come quickly, but God has a plan. Number three is bloom where you're planted. Blooming where you're planted is the ability to do your best wherever you are. I'm sure if a cactus could choose where it wanted to be planted, it probably wouldn't be in the middle of the hot, dry desert. But the cactus blooms where it's planted. Its flowers are another beautiful surprise from God. Wherever we are right now, we can make the best of it, even if it's not where we planned on being. My son Jake lives in Topeka, Kansas, and him and his family visit the Topeka Zoo regularly, like every week, sometimes several times a week. And everyone now knows them at the zoo, and especially because my granddaughter Liana will not let anybody not know who she is. But there's a female lion at this zoo that after the only male lion they had there died, 
she started growing a mane. I have a picture of it. No, no picture? Okay. I don't have a picture of it. Okay. She started growing a mane. It's amazing because when I first saw her, I was like, wait, that's a female lion, but she has this mane that she's growing. And someone at the zoo told Jake that she had become the lion in charge, too. Another amazing surprise from God. Talk about blooming where you're planted. Joseph, after being sold into slavery by his jealous brothers, found himself far away from home in a strange place, surrounded by people he didn't know. In Egypt, he adapted and learned to bloom where he was planted. Pharaoh eventually put him in charge of all of Egypt because he could see that God was with him and had helped him to interpret his dreams. God helped Joseph use his gifts for good and bloom in Egypt, despite the circumstances that had landed him there. While Joseph may have viewed his situation as a rejection from his brothers, God saw it as a protection of his calling. God had a plan for Joseph, and he has a plan for you too. So wherever you are, there's a plan, a purpose, and a reason to do your best right there. Number four is stay sharp. Obviously, the cactus is sharp. Cacti don't have leaves. They have spines, and they are not soft. Their sharp spines protect them from animals and provide shade from the hot desert rain, sun so they can continue to grow and thrive. Staying sharp for me means that I keep learning and growing. This includes being open to what God wants to teach me. I love learning. I always want to strive to be a lifelong learner. To stay sharp, I read. I love to read, too. Also, the classes I'm taking for seminary right now help me, keep, help me stay sharp and also remind me to listen closely to God and what he's teaching me. Joseph listened carefully and closely to God. He used the wisdom and guidance God gave him to interpret the dreams and come up with a wise plan that would save Egypt. He had to stay sharp and be on his A-game in order to be in charge of all of Egypt and trusted by Pharaoh. How do you stay sharp? Books, podcasts, conferences, classes, retreats, prayer? There are so many ways we continue to learn, grow, and thrive. Maybe try a new way of learning too. God might just surprise you. Number five is lift your hands in praise. The cactus always has its hands lifted in praise, and it shows us the importance of thanking God and praising him for being such an awesome God. Lifting our hands in praise is what we're doing today, to celebrate and thank God for our week of VBS. God's sightings are also praises for God's work in our lives, and those are on the cactuses, the little flowers. The kids wrote down their, their God sightings how they saw God at work around here, and then they put them up there. When we notice and acknowledge the things God has done for us and his marvelous creation, we are lifting our hands in praise. Lifting our hands in praise means never losing sight of God. This is how Joseph lifted his hands in praise. He never lost sight of God, even when things weren't going his way. So it doesn't matter whether you are literally lifting your hands in praise or lifting up a simple thank you to God. You are praising our awesome God. Joseph's story is so full of surprises. 
22 years after his brothers threw him in the well, they showed up in Egypt looking for grain in the midst of the famine. They didn't even recognize Joseph. But he recognized them. Surprisingly, he wasn't angry, though. When he told them who he was, can you imagine that? Surprise, I'm your brother that you threw in the well. They were terrified. But then he surprised them again by telling them not to be angry with themselves for selling him and not to be afraid of him either because it was all a part of God's plan. He even gave them a home and their family was reunited. Surprise! At the end of the book of Genesis, Joseph says something to his brothers that surprises them. You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. I have this little book of quotes that a friend gave me, and each little card in it is a surprise. A quote from Dan Millman that I read this week reminded me of what Joseph did in, in his life. It says, The secret is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. I think that's what Joseph did. Joseph didn't dwell on the past. He listened to God and kept building a new life dedicated to serving God and helping others. Joseph's story is a story of heartache, redemption, and forgiveness. But most of all, surprises, because God is surprising. Awesome God. And our stories are full of surprises, too. When we remember to be like a cactus, we are open to the surprises God has in store for us. And remember, what surprises us never surprises God. He has an awesome plan for us because he's an, everybody say it with me, awesome God. Let's pray. God, we are so grateful for all the ways you've blessed and surprised us this week at Vacation Bible School. We thank you for the work you've begun in our kids' lives this week, and we pray that you'll continue to surprise them as they discover more of your greatness for the rest of their lives. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, amen. So I have a surprise for you today, too, to help you to remember to be like a cactus. Okay, there's a slide of the lion now, too. You see... You, can, you can't barely see it, but just see the little mane there? It's just amazing. God is so amazing. Thank you. All right. So as you're leaving today, there's going to be some things out there that you can um, pick up to remind you to be like a cactus. For the adults, you can take a, a cactus pen. Um, and for the kids, there's some cactus suckers and mini beach balls. So take those home and um, help and let them help you to remember to be like a cactus. All right. All right. We'll, we are moving on to the student mission trip blessing. So they are getting ready to go here shortly. Next Sunday you leave? Next Sunday early. 